No watching from the side. Said that you got him next. Well, go ahead and show him why. No limits in the sky. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Up Next, the podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports. We got a special show for you today. We we uh, we're talking to some young basketball players, seventh graders. But of course, first I'm Jamal Murphy. I got my co-host Khalid Green in the house. What's up, man? Peace, man. Um, you know, this is a long time coming talking to these young seventh graders, man, and I'm ready to put them on full display for the country to see. No doubt. We we got a chance to talk to three big time seventh graders uh, a few months ago. Um, and we'll bring that to you today. Uh, we'll be talking to Felipe Quinones, Sincere Folk, and Trey Lewis. Uh, and they'll, you know, they're gonna talk to us about their careers so far. Um, obviously, they have a long way to go, and they're going to tell us about what their dreams are. And a couple of times, in a couple instances, we talk with their parents as well. Uh, so that that'll be fun. So uh, you know, stay tuned and uh, enjoy this one. Today we got a seventh grader in the house with his parents, uh, Felipe Quinones. Uh, he's a top twenty rated seventh grader out of Florida, um, and we have his parents here, uh, Luis Quinones, and also Shady. Quinones. How are you guys doing? Great. Good, good. Thanks for the opportunity. Let's get right to it. Let me let me start with Luis first. You know, you got a seventh grader on your hands. It looks like, you know, he's, he's already doing big things and, and it looks like he has a bright future. But when did you start kind of feeling like he was special in the area of basketball? Man, I, I will tell you something. It's, it's, not, it's not about me. It, that everything started with him. He just, when he was like five years old, uh, he asked me to, to play basketball. He, he asked us, my wife and me, to play basketball. And I was like, I played basketball in school. And I started like when I was 12 years old. And I was thinking like five years old is, is too early for him. I'm, I, I'm wrong. I, I was like, he is, he's the only child. So it's like, I was like, it's, is this the way that we need to do this? But what I did, just I just found a program in Puerto Rico and talked with one coach down there. Uh, he told me bring bring him to one training to see how how everything works. So he start he start playing basketball with training. So he spent like uh, five seven months just working on on his base uh, skills in Puerto Rico when he was five years old. Oh, so you started out in Puerto Rico. How, how how long have you been in Florida? Three years. Three years. Okay. So he got so he he's, he he got a lot of uh you know he got his real start in Puerto Rico playing a lot down there. Base was in Puerto Rico uh, mm-hmm. since five years old. Um, I think when we knew that he he wanted this for for real for real is his first year of um, tournaments in Puerto Rico. He saw that he was not as good as a lot of the players. So he was like, Mom, I want to be training all day, like every day of the week. I want to go training, even though I have practice. I want to train first and then practice. I want to get better. And I think since he was very young, since he was six years old, he understood the importance of training. And that is what, what is going to get you to the next level. 
So he has stuck with it, his, his work ethic, since he was six years old. We never have to tell Felipe, you have to go to his training, get up, like stop playing uh, video games or whatever, you have to train. It's like, mom, can you book me this train? Can, can we go? Can we train for another hour? And I'm yeah. like, yes. yes. <laughs> so I think when we saw that he was so into it and he understood that you have to work for it, it's not just going to the court and doing every, like all the flashy moves and whatever and just basketball. It's just like you need to train hardcore to get to the next level. And I think that for him, he got it since he was very small. And that's where we both were like, Louis, I think this is for real. I think this is something that he may want to do for a long time, not just play and goof around and just, I don't know, just play with it. Right. I got a question for you just said when he was very small. Okay. <laughs> that was a long time ago, all right? <laughs> He's not very small anymore. We're talking about, for those that don't understand, we're talking about a seventh grader who's about six feet. Is he six feet? Yes. Wow. And not only is he six feet, but we've watched his videos, and he's a six-foot guard. So he has guard skills. He's coming up the court. We watched him make moves, right hand, left hand, fluid. So, you know, whatever trainer that you guys had is working. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, Felipe, let me ask you. So, I mean, when did you, I don't, you may not be able to remember because you started playing so early, but when, when was it that you first felt like, you know, fell in love with the game? Uh, I really, like, didn't have somebody to look up to, like, play the game because, like, he only played, like, when he was older. Not like a young age, you know, and like I always I remember I had this hoop outside of the backyard. I used to hoop in the little hoop and then like I used to play soccer at first, but then we didn't. It was too hot in Puerto Rico and then we didn't like it. So then we were switching to another sport. And then like I said, let me try basketball. And then I started training and started getting uh, like competition and starting to the, going to the tryouts and making the teams and playing games. And I just fell in love in the game. When did you start feeling like you were, you could be really good at this? My, my second year that I started playing like real competition and the first year, the first year that I played when I was like six or seven, I, I, we lost, like we, we got fourth place. Right. And then I said like, I, I ain't like losing, you know? And then, then I started training more and then, Eventually, we were, we were like winning all the games. We were winning championships, and then that's that's just where it all started. Who do you who do you play for in um, Florida right now? What AAU team is? I right now I don't play for any team in Florida, but I'm, I I play with the Ivy Lions from New New Jersey. Oh, okay. You play with Ivy. Okay. And you used to play for what was it? Puerto Rico Elite. I saw. Uh, that that's a, that's a new team, but like the the team that I, it all started is his name is Bucapla. That's like it's a club, and then a bunch of teams there, and that's where it all started. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so, I mean, let me let me explain something. Uh, basically, in Puerto Rico, we don't have these these kind of uh, travel teams, all that stuff. We have clubs, so it's like big programs with multiple teams, all age, everything. So we found one one club that is, is the biggest one in Puerto Rico. The, his name is Bucapla. The name is Bucapla. 
and they got a good trainer, so that's why he started working out on every on his skills, basketball skills also. And then we start playing with them. When we when we moved here, that was a uh, that was another basketball. So that, as that was a different basketball for us. So we start learning about the travel thing. So we we start here with a couple of teams locally, but 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 we understand that for him. The reason that we move, maybe I'm jumping a, a question, but just, no. just I, I would do that quickly. Like the, the reason that we move from Puerto Rico to the United States is because we found that for him, the future is gonna be here. So like you guys said, he, he's a tallest guy. In Puerto Rico, he was a big guy. So he's like a, a big guard. And then we have a lot of guards in, in Puerto Rico because more they are smaller. So. When we move to here, is try to find a, a good team for him to that, that have a big guy how he can play his his position and that that's why we move to here. So when when we start playing here, we we notice that in Orlando in this area in Orlando area uh, not a lot big guy at this point. Right. So uh, let let let's see how how we can find out of of the state. So and that's why we we found. Ivy, uh, Ivy Lyon from New Jersey. Uh, we have a good relation with the coach. He's found a couple of pieces, big guy, uh, big guys that can support him on, on, on that position, and that's why we, we are playing with them right now. Okay. Um, I saw that he was just in a big time camp, right? Yeah. How was your experience with that camp? Because I saw you were doing a lot of balling, man. I saw you pushing the ball, rebounding, finishing, looking up the court. So how, talk about that experience. How was that for you? It was a good experience. It was like only 20 kids for my grade. So it, like it was a lot of bonding with the kids. Uh, there was a, a couple of my friends that I, I met because of basketball. They, they were there. I played with them. I played against them. And it was it was a really fun experience there. And it was in Kansas City. So it was like a, a place like I haven't been there. So it was a, a, like we went to places and a lot of bond, yeah, it was pretty fun. Nice, nice, nice. Did anybody, did you leave there and say um, uh, that I have to get better because this guy got the best of me or did anybody stand out? Yeah, there, there's a couple kids that there were, there were some bigger than me and I said I need to be bigger than them too. And there was some that were quicker than me and like, I have to be quicker than them. I just wanted to be better than them. Now, now that when I came here, now I said, okay, so we're here, and then they're here. So now we gotta get there to be to be a little more than them. No, that's a great. You sound like you, sound like you might be a fan of Kobe Bryant, man. <laughs> well, you talk. <laughs> you very competitive. I love it, baby. <laughs> no doubt. Your your mother had mentioned uh, training and how you love to train. What's your like? What's what's your daily routine or weekly routine as far as do you have a personal trainer um you know what are, what are you doing in that area oh since we starting the quarantine uh there all the gyms were closed but like uh there is my the place where i train they said they're 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 private so they can open whenever they want and they, they opened me like i used to wake up i used to wake up 6 a.m every day and train at seven. You wake up at six a.m. every day. I wake up at six a.m. and then I I train at seven to, and I leave at like ten because I didn't have school. I leave at ten and then like eat 
And then I have physical workout with my guy, Dr. Esteban. He's from Puerto Rico. He he's the like the strength and conditioning work. And after eat again, and at the end of the day, uh, like a group workout sometimes and sleep. Mm. Impressive. And do it again. So basically, basically we have a, a good uh, groups of training that work on his shooting, dribbling, uh, uh, dribbling, all this stuff. Um, um, he goes like three, four times per week to that to this group, and then he work out uh, the, for the strength uh, for his body two times per week, and then we got a, another one on one with uh, Ty. He's a training passion uh, a trainer. He he work out with him uh, on on weekends, so Saturday or Sunday at least one time with him. So it's like he worked like. Five six day, <laughs> and we like to we like to incorporate different trainers because every trainer brings something different. Right. So definitely, uh, his uh, weakness when we got here, um, since Puerto Rico, I don't know if you know, but we they shoot in eight and a half um, height. Really. And when you come here, that's why Puerto Ricans have such bad disadvantage because you come here and you have kids since they were three years old shooting at ten feet and. Right. And he needed to improve a lot his shot just to make it um, comfortable and just used to it. And a lot of the AM training is shooting. Um, and then other trainers are more like dribbling and and um, and game circumstances and and how how to get out of the screen or whatever. So that's why we try to incorporate different trainers. Um, into Felipe's training, but um, yeah, he loves to train AM. Uh, we asked him, like, what do you want to do? We are open. Like, we can do AM, we can do PM. He's like, no, mom, I want to do AM. So 6 AM every morning, he eats his breakfast, and we're off the road to train. Nice, nice. I, I am not a morning person. <laughs> so it's a bit tough. <laughs> That's a, a, a relation that they have in the morning. That <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I, I am not a trainer. Uh, like uh -huh. I said to all my friends, I respect all you guys do that kind of coaching, parenting. I, 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 I can't do that. So right. I, we, as, a, as a family, we try to put the best training that we can find uh, to, to be with him and work on his, his skills. And that's it. That's, that's, why, that's how we, we work on, on this the thing. I got to say this. Y'all also have the best product, right? Because the hats... The sweat shirt. Had I known y'all would have outdressed me, man, I might have. <laughs> I might have went to the cleaners before I came here today. <laughs> we love the logo, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell us about that. You got, you guys are wearing like the matching sweatshirts, t-shirts, and hats. I think what's that? F A. What is Don't that? Don't forget the mug. Don't for, put the yeah. mug back in there. Put the mug back in there. <laughs> F A Q. F A Q. Okay. Well, that's his name, Felipe Andres Quinones. Ah, nice. That's a that's a nice logo though. It's like a great that. logo. Absolutely. You, guys, you guys are way ahead of the game. You yeah. know? Hey, this is uh, we create. Uh, my husband created wanted to create a logo to incorporate in the mixtapes that he does. Ah. Uh, that's ah. How it started, but then we were like, we're flying every other week weekend. People, the, the same people. We don't wanna. We don't wanna think what we're gonna wear. So let's just make it a uniform. Right. And that's how the apparel came in. And right. then 
we were in it and then the kids were asking like Felipe can I buy can I buy it or whatever and we were like ah okay then <laughs> and then I mean um the kids all around are very supportive and Felipe has made a lot of friends in basketball and and uh, they all like support the merch and all that but it, it all started because we wanted a logo for the videos and then we don't want to think about what we're packing and what new right. clothes we're doing so it's like same jeans, same shirt, same sweatshirt, same cap. Good, we're done. <laughs> right, absolutely. So can so can people if people see this and want to you know want to buy it also? Where would they go? The FAQ brand.com. Okay. I mean, you will find a bunch of things: uh, uh, t-shirts, long sleeve, uh, hoodie, uh, some yes. hats. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. That's Everybody stuff. listen to that. Go to FAQbrand.com. Support that. Support the movement. Yes, definitely. So, so as parents, what's it, what's it been like for you guys, you know, it's particularly the last three years since you've, you've been in the States and uh, you've seen him get better and get notoriety and get attention. What's it been like for you guys? I mean, it's been great um, um, to get that recognition. We're, we come from Puerto Rico, small island. Um, would never have thought that he would got this recognition in this short period of time that we've been here. Remember, these kids have been in the AA circuit since they were five years old. Mm. We just got a kid just from Puerto Rico. Um, so, and, 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 and all the trainer training and all the tournaments, not all of them have been great, I mean, like there's some good times, there's some bad times, there's some failures, there's some winning. Like we have to deal with a lot, especially the, the transition from Puerto Rico basketball to United States. We had no idea. We had nobody to teach us that. We just try to learn as we go and um, learn from our mistakes, learn from our success and just keep going. But see, seeing him like, going so hard in training and wanting it so bad and failing, but picking up and just getting his mindset to, I, I, I have a, I have a goal. I want to, I want to go there and um, seeing, seeing the list. I mean, we saw the rankings when we got here we, and he was like, I want to be there. Like, let's do like, how we can get there. And then that's where we started like following all the kids that are were on the list and following all the teams that were ranked so that we can play with them and, and try to get the exposure. Um, and luckily everything, everything happened. I mean, he wanted to go to this camp, EBC in Anaheim. And we were like, why do you want to go there? Like what's there? Mm-hmm. And he saw this mixtape from, from this kid that it was, was ranked. And he's like, that kid goes to that, that camp and I want to go there. I just want to try it. He went there. He did really good. He got top, top performer. And that's how we got our first invitation to play with, uh, with an AAU team. Um, and that all led to other opportunities. So seeing where we started and where we are right now, I mean, it didn't came easy and that's why knowing that he's in that mix with all the rankings and all that just feels so good and and we're so proud of him because he could easily have quit like it's like this is too much i 
I can't do this. School, new language, everything. And uh, for him to just keep pushing and wanting it more, um, knowing that the road was not easy, seeing all this um, recognition is just priceless. Mm. Right. Right. Nice. So the next, you know, he's in seventh grade now. He's getting attention. I mean, the next decisions, and I don't know if people are already recruiting him or you guys are getting pulled in different directions, but what about high school and where he decides to play high school? What do you guys, what's the thought process? <laughs> and and, and let, before he goes, let me just say this. I was a high school coach at Bishop Lachlan High School in Brooklyn. So I know he's being recruited right now. <laughs> but that's certainly what I'll be doing. We, we are, I think we are starting now to realize that that, 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 that is a, the next step. Uh, so we, we just come here, like, like my wife said, we went to a camp. We, we then start learning about the travel, the basketball, all this stuff, and then see how this goes. And then now it's like we, we understand that the, our next step is high school. But we think like it's, I think it's a little bit early. It's a little bit early, so we need to see what happened next year, and then to see if we have more, maybe more uh, interest from other uh, other school. So we live, we live like we live a we have a okay, we live twenty five minutes from Mumber. Could be could that, be that will be the could be idea. one oh, Mount Verde, Mumber Mumber Academy Mumber yeah. Shout out to Ray Mello and Kevin Boyle. Those are my guys. That could be maybe one target now, but, but it, I think we, we can wait and see what happens when he goes to when, when you go into eighth grade and then see what, what happened. At, at this point, we just still working out and to see what, what we can do for, for, for the next decision. How far are you from IMG? An hour 45 minutes, well, I think. We'll, so. we'll move. We move from one week to year. I mean, I can move an hour away. Right. <laughs> so, Barrett, Barrett is my guy at IMG. You heard that, right, Barrett? <laughs> right. Well, that, that, that's we live, we live in Florida. The two major high school are those. So, uh, I, I know this too early. Maybe the coaches are not focused on that at this point. But let's see what happens in the future. Right. right. Working out, that's it. Felipe, do you watch? Uh, you watch college basketball, uh, NBA basketball. What is? What would be like at this point? Obviously, we're not asking you to make a commitment, but like, what? When you look at college basketball, like, what schools are attractive to you? Like, is it the big time ones like Duke, Kentucky? Anything else? Yeah, uh, I like I like Auburn. I like um, Michigan State. I like those schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like UCLA. They're they're big schools, but like it's actually like uh, what else? Florida State. Right. So yeah, yeah. There's so many. There's so many. What What about your game? Like who? Like what players, either in college or in NBA, do you, do you watch and you really like their game and you try to maybe pattern your game after? So I try to make my game from a bunch of players, so I have more more like things to like do and like. So, like, if you can say my attacking game, it can be, like, Giannis. I, I look at him a lot of his attacking and all that. Uh, ever, ever since when I started, I always looked at Kevin Durant because I was the tall kid that can shoot, you know. And I, I always looked at him, and I, 
I, I couldn't I couldn't shoot that very well. But I like I saw Kevin Durant shooting that so well, and he was like a seven footer. And I want to I want to be like that tall kid can, that can shoot. And uh, handles, I, I try to look at Kyrie, uh, those with good handles with quick hands, and yeah, those type of guys. I tried with Kobe with him, but well, that time Kobe was like at the end of his career. Right. Oh, uh, doesn't work. <laughs> how about uh, how about the academics part of uh, you know, in school? Are you ta are you taking that seriously also? I assume so. You sound very well spoken. I have no choice. <laughs> right. I'm a general. <laughs> <laughs> no choice, huh? It's a hard thing to do because in Puerto Rico, it was like, like we didn't learn that many, that much English, like, and like the, it, it was easy. The classes, it was easy. And then I have all A's. And then the first year I came here, I was like, <laughs> it was, it was like at the beginning, because I moved from another place, they put me in a bunch of things of reading. And then that, that, that I was looking at that and not looking at like math and all that. And then I was, I was pretty good at math. And then it, it, it took back. Also, I missed a lot of school, so I missed a bunch of things. And another thing is USA, they're like a little advanced to Puerto Rico. So like some things I, I couldn't learn. And I, I still don't know some things because I missed that little, that little, but it was, it's, it's a lot. Mm. But I think it's really serious. Now that I've been like three to two years now, I kind of know the process now of the schools and all that. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. Well, let me say this. I wish I knew how to speak Spanish like you know how to speak English because <laughs> right. you make great adjustments, man. You do, you, you're very eloquent with it. You're good, man. Keep working hard. And we, and we always speak to him in Spanish in the house. We don't uh, want to lose that. We want right. his Puerto Rican accent. Absolutely. Right, right. Talking like, keep that. Keep that. <laughs> But yeah, he, he, he tries a lot. He really absolutely, absolutely. I, I speak a lot, uh, a lot of Spanish. Like I get a lot of calls from my friends. You know that I talk to them in Spanish. I talk to him in Spanish. I talk to her in Spanish. I talk to every every person that is Puerto Rican. I talk to try to talk to them in Spanish, even though they talk to me in English. Like like one of my uh, trainers, he's, he's Puerto Rican, but he talks to me a lot in English because I don't know. But I talk to him a lot in Spanish. I I count. In Spanish, I do all the things in Spanish, but he he his, he does English, so it helps me. Uh, I keep the Spanish and the English like both. Balanced. What's your schedule coming up? Do you have a uh, any camps or any tournaments that are coming up that you'll be participating in? So next week we're going to Ohio for a camp. Um, it's a three uh, TV. Yeah, that in Ohio. We just booked that, FYI. So right this now. is the like. Right now. <laughs> and then, then that Saturday, and then Sunday, we're coming back to Orlando to a camp, uh, each one teach one camp. Is that? And it's one day. That's staying Saturday and Sunday. Back to work. Mm. Right. So we, we got the invitation for the camping in Ohio last month. Uh, but we are we already booked for for one camp locally here in Orlando area. Uh, I was thinking about uh, he needs some exposure here in Florida because we, he's not playing here, so he's not playing with a team from Florida. And then if you want those type of coach from high school locally to watch him, so then you need to go 
to that they came here to see what happened. And then, but we just decided today, like, let's try to do both. And then we go, we go in next weekend for Ohio Saturday. And then Sunday, we go back to Florida to, to be on the camp here locally. And then we, I think uh, we're going to start playing basketball. Yeah. We, we're going to start the tournaments in January. So you're going to be in the made hoops or marquee hoops or any of that? We're thinking about it, yeah. We're thinking about it. The thing with made, the, the made hoops is like you need to be, uh, the teams need to be from, from Florida. To play okay. that. They are like EYBL. So it's like, so right now we don't have a team here locally. So we'll see what happens. But we, we, we're going to be busy next week, uh, next year with, with, a, with a team, with our team, and then maybe with Puerto Rico team also. Nice. We're going to be busy. We need, we need to be busy because that's the only way that you can get that exposure. <laughs> right, right. Right. And it's, and it's working so far. Yeah. Um, so, Felipe, when you, when you go into those camps, like, what's your mentality? You know, you know you're going to be in Ohio. What, what's your mindset going in? Like, what you're trying to do? It's kill, but like also it's camp, so it's individual stuff. So you have to go with your game, but sometimes be out of your comfort zone and do some new things that you don't do normally. Like I, I gotta play my game, but sometimes I gotta do some other stuff, you know. And share the ball. That's what you gotta do. And they defense because defense is like that's you don't have the ball, so nobody can pass it to you. You don't need nothing for defense. You always it's you. And that's what you gotta do. All right. No, that's a that's a great mindset to have. Offensively what, what is your regiment? Do you are you focusing on your um strength and conditioning as well? I I try to work on everything. Like uh, uh strength, I try to work on my speed. I'm I'm running half a mile or a mile like two times a week. Uh shooting in the machine, thousand shots, uh a lot of dribbling, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. As a high school coach, make sure you get those push-ups in and some pull-ups and anything you could do with your body weight. That's important. I had, uh, I had uh, when I coached high school, I had two freshmen that that played for me as uh, on varsity, and they both started as sophomores. And they were um, one. They both became McDonald's All-Americans. One went to Kentucky, Deron Lamb. He won a championship with Anthony Davis. And Javon Pinkston went to Villanova. But the difference is their bodies by sophomore year were real. They were strong. So they can take that varsity hit. Mm. That would be my advice. Yeah, I, I don't I – didn't be, I didn't cook before. <laughs> uh, that's why Felipe was so skinny. <laughs> Quarantine. Um, I remember the first day of quarantine, Felipe looked at me and he said, Mom, what am I going to eat? And I'm like, that's a good question because I don't know how to cook. And <laughs> so I started to learn how to cook. Um, and I learned, uh, I, I read a few articles of um, youth athletes and how much protein and what it should be their nutrition. And I just learned that. And uh, he's been on a high protein diet ever since quarantine, um, eating six times a day. Um, lean proteins, nothing like no supplements or anything. Um, oh. He's gained over 12 pounds. So mm. he's adding um, some weight and we continue. I mean, every time we, we add more protein and all that so that he, he gets bigger and bigger, hopefully. 
um, a little more, but, but the muscles are showing already. He, before it was like, like a stick. Right. He's getting a little bit buffer and, um, but, and he, like he's, he's been knowing the difference before when, what he eat and what he eats now. So he knows the importance of eating every six, uh, six times a day and, and eating uh, lean and healthy uh, protein. So um, I don't have to shove it out of his mouth. He's like, okay, mom, it's, it's time. Give right. me eggs or the chicken or whatever it is. So uh, it's good that he learned and understood the importance of nutrition and sleep and workouts and, and all that. Nice. Where, where did he get his growth spurt from? When did you, like, where did that come from? When did he catch the, like, the three or four inches? Or was he always tall? He's been always been progressively tall. Okay. Um, I don't think that he, like, went from being five to five no. and a half. Like, no. it's been, like, progressively he's been, like, going up, up, up. Um, now he just hit six. Um, but, yeah, it's never, he's never been... Like just short or not short, average. Like he's always been like tall, <laughs> okay. and he's, it's not. It, it hasn't been like a jump um, that we saw. Yeah, co coaches. A lot of coaches said that uh, he's gonna be six, 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 seven, and I'm just six. So and I'm if five. He, uh, if he three, maybe. Daddy, <laughs> we're in the same neighborhood. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> if you go to six, six, and six, seven, then it's like. I'm not expecting that to be honest, but 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 we don't know. So maybe I think it could be like six three, six four, right? Uh, maybe five, but but that kind of jump like six 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 seven, uh, I don't see that. But but he's twelve, he's, he's twelve years old, so I don't know when he goes to fourteen, fifteen. Is something happened? <laughs> I'm right. gonna see him a lot, so. <laughs> 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 he's 12 years old. He's 12 years old. Yeah. 12 years old. That's his thing. So that he's wow. in 2026. Um, 12 year old. And then that's the thing. So we we when we moved to here and start learning about basketball here, we understand the reclassified thing, all the stuff. And then people say, "Are you gonna do that the same thing with your son?" I say, "I think right now he's playing pretty good with the with the tough guys, and I like that. That's the challenge that I wanted." But the thing is that when you when you see him compared with other kids, he's still the big guy. He, right. He's the big guy. We we went to the camp last weekend, and he was like the third big guy of, of the of the of the twelve that was in that camp. Mm -hmm. And they most of the camp they tried to match him with the big guy because he's the big guy. But but that's end, not really his. But that's not really. That's why I, I told everybody that he's not the big guy. He can help. He he worked. He 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 played pretty good as a big guy. But right. you know, sometimes he's having an advantage. And but 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 I think yeah. I don't know how how tall he's gonna be, but I'm proud of him. <laughs> right right yeah right. I like to see him. Playing uh, with uh, with the ball because when I play basketball, I have the issue that I was the tallest guy, but I don't have the ball handling that he he has. So right. he's better than me by far. He knows that. He knows that. I, I try to. to <laughs> I always say when he goes twelve years old, I'm gonna play hard with him. Right now, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is he turn thirteen? Yeah. January nineteen. 
Oh, okay. You're a Capricorn like me, man. I'm definitely rooting for you. I'm January 16th. <laughs> and like you said, you're working on all parts of your game. Uh, you're working on, sh you know, you're shooting and ball handling. So, you know, that's going to, that'll work well for you regardless. So, you know, whatever you turn out to be height wise. So, I mean, it seems to me like you're doing everything the right way. Your parents are doing everything the right way. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Did You mentioned before you played soccer. Do you play any other sports now or is it all basketball? We tried uh, baseball here in the U.S. because we didn't – I just wanted to do another something else, but I wasn't good at it. And, like, it, it, it like basketball and baseball, they, they're, like, at the same time. So we, summer, right? so we couldn't, like, do – it was basketball or baseball. Right. Well, uh, we want to thank you, Felipe, Luis, and Shady, for joining us. Uh, this has been great. Um, we're definitely going to keep following Felipe, uh, rooting for rooting for Felipe. Uh, great, we can see he's a great kid. That's the most important thing. He's a great kid. Uh, right. You guys, damn sure, look like great parents. So um, we're going to be rooting. You guys are, look easy to root for. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, once again, thank you for joining us, Felipe Quinones, a top twenty rated seventh grader out of Florida, originally from Puerto Rico. Um, and we're going to keep watching you and rooting you on. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Sincere. Sin. What's up, bro? Not much. Cool. Like Khalid said, we got a couple special guests on today. We got Sincere Folk, uh, a seventh grader, uh, class of 2026, one of the best seventh graders uh, in the country. Uh, he's out of Connecticut, out of Waterbury, Connecticut right now. Currently at Sacred Heart Middle School. Um, also plays for the Black Ops um, in terms of AAU. Uh, we got his father with, with us also, Sherrod Folk. Uh, so how you guys doing? Appreciate you joining us. You're doing good, bro. Nice, no good to have us on, man. Yeah, indeed. No doubt, yeah. No doubt about it. So Sincere, we'll, we'll, we'll start it off right away. Uh, we, always, we always like to ask our young prodigies um you know how how they got started so so tell us when did you start playing basketball and uh when did you when did you get the love for it when did you first get the love for the game started playing basketball maybe seven years old and when i started taking it serious probably like 10 or 9 yeah i started playing a new york so then and did you know did did it come to you pretty Pretty easily, easily, or is it something you had to, to work on to get to get good? Obviously, you had to put the work in to get where you are now. But but did the game come easy to you at first? Uh, no, it took a lot of work, you know, because you know you're playing Connecticut and not really the best basketball out here. But you know, when I went to Europe, it was a different atmosphere. Mm. So tell us about that. Tell us about that transition. It was a big jump because it's like. In Connecticut, when I'm t nine, ten years old, I'm just running up and down the court, splitting the ball. When you go down to New York, you got people that are just as good as you or better than you. It just pushes me to get better. Yeah, man. That's why early age, I kind of took sincere to um, where you know where I'm from, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I saw that he was out here in Connecticut and wasn't too much competition, so I had to. Really, really not, you know. <laughs> right. So right. I took so took him to my old Browns, Jeff Stuyvesant. We played in his first tournament in uh, two fifty eight, 
And it was like, it was new for him. Nobody passed him the ball. I was like, you got to go get it. You know, you got to go earn it. Nobody know you. So it was like one of the best things that happened for him, though. Yeah, yeah, 258. That's why I, uh, I started coaching. One of my first tournaments was in 258, way back in the days, man. In the eight <laughs> so ball? That, it, nah, not even eight ball. It was, uh, I think it was Black Men Who Care. Okay. okay. Yeah, black yes. might have been Black Men Who Care or something, but I was definitely in, in 258. That's a rough park to learn how to play, man. So I'm glad you learned in there, yes. man. <laughs> His first team was from Bree Boy Project, the whole team. So, you know, nobody passed him the ball. He gave him the ball. He missed the layup. He didn't get it back. So, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, sincere, after the game, you're like, Dad, nobody passed me the ball no more. I'm like, they tried you. You missed. So now it's like you got to go get it on your own. Yeah. You know? Kumbaya is not Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different world, bro. Yes, sir. Sincere, getting to where you're at now, um, obviously you've come a long way. Um you know what's what's the journey been like? Like how how you're playing with Black Ops now? But what what's been your history uh, playing AAU? Have you have you been on different teams? How have you decided which team you want to play on? All that. When I first started playing AAU, I started off with um, New York Rens, and I played there with Coach Cat, and really tough coach. You know, getting in face, he likes you, all that. And then about sixth grade. Um, Black Ops asked me to play, and I've been in Black Ops in fifth grade, actually. Mm. So what, what's the experience been like there? It's been cool, you know, really cool, like, being around these different, like, celebrities and stuff. And, you know, them, you know, they meet the best players, like, in the NBA and stuff like that. It's really dope. The, the Black Ops experience been good for Sincere because they, they've been playing a lot of the top competition, traveling, so... You've been getting to see a lot of kids, especially on the East Coast. Um, but this year, beginning of the, the beginning of the year, they're going to the West Coast May Hope. So that should be a good experience playing kids from the West Coast. So right. Black Ops has provided, you know, a lot of exposure and, and putting them on a good stage to, you know, showcase his talent. So it's, Black Ops has been good. Mm. Who's been some of your toughest competition? Like, has anybody that stands out since you've been playing that you like, all right, that's like a rival for you? Toughest competition, probably those takeover boys. You know, they can run up and down the court, shooting a bunch of three-pointers. And they're from, I think they're from Maryland. You got to guard them from, for whenever. All the guards, you know, they tough, play defense. They play offense, too, so it's full game. Said the right. takeover boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they play hard down there in the DMV. That's another area that you've got to respect. You know, they yeah. they, they breed ballers, so they in your yeah. face. And I tell us and say, when you go down there, we'll be looking for calls, nothing, just to play, man. Kids yeah. is tough. I respect. Them. Absolutely. So, Rod, tell me, tell me your role. Like, how has it been? You know, trying to navigate, you know, what AU teams he plays for. You know, you got I'm sure you got different people recruiting him. Like how, how has it been for you in trying to help him make the right decisions? Um, to be honest with you, basketball has changed a lot since, you know, I was playing in uh, younger, so everything has changed. So I'm still learning, you know, the um 
the other side, politics and, and things like that. But um, I basically try to put sincere in situations where I'm not looking for him to be the best player on the team all the time, you know. I try to put him around other kids that know how to play that's going to push him, especially in practice. You know, you need other kids that's just as good or even better, I feel, so you could develop. Um, I try to keep him around people that I feel know the game um, and don't always have to play the game at a high level. Um, I think that's one thing that's, People just say, oh, he played overseas nowadays, so he could be a coach. Like, <laughs> right. You know, to me, that ain't the credentials to be a coach. I mean, I respect that you played, but I just I just try to keep sincere basically in the fire. Where, where they say it's the best kids, I try to keep them in that and um, around people that I feel that care about him on and off the court, not just basketball, you know? So, mm-hmm. and, uh, Try to keep them on the right page. Try to not make the mistakes, you know, dad made. You know, dad played ball also. But, uh, you know, we all make mistakes. So I just try to keep sincere on the straight and narrow so he don't make those mistakes. Right. Sincere, I've seen you play many times. And one thing that I've always liked about your game is that you, you, you try to lock up. Like, you really sit down, you defend. And you play, and and you're from Connecticut, but you play with a little Brooklyn edge, man. So, you know, <laughs> t- talk about that, man. Where, where, where do you get that from, man? <laughs> really, just getting that from just playing around, playing around people that play like that. And you know, when you stuff and kind of admire and pick it up, you know, and be just being in Brooklyn, just being down there, just turn me into the player I am now. So, t- tell us about uh, you. Your routine. Um, that was the What's your What's your like? What's your day to day in terms of you know trying to get better, trying to improve your skills? Work out maybe once or twice a day, depending on how much like homework or maybe like team practice, depending on that kind of stuff. You know, one or two times, but like summertime, two to three times, mm. or like breaks of school, two to three times. Well, we try to we try to work it in, whereas the way sincere school work come first. So, you know, like he's out of school right now, so more than likely we'll try to get two workouts in the day, do some cardio, and then do a lot of shooting. Um, try to work on his weaknesses the most. You know, um, we work on the things he's good at, but I try to make the practice uncomfortable a lot of times. So, got to work on the things that I feel you. You really gotta need in the game as a point guard, like free throws. Gotta be able to make free throws late in the game. Gotta be able to handle the ball. And um, one thing with Sensei, I try to get him to speak up. You know, as a leader on the team, be more vocal. So those are those are the kind of things we do. Like we do cardio, and then we'll go back and we'll do a lot of drills and shooting. Like we try to get it in at least twice a day, not once. Right. 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 And sincere, what what do you think you have to work on? Like, what what stands out? Um, something I need to improve on, probably just being more comfortable from just expanding my range, really. Like, farther I can stretch out the defense, more I can get <laughs> the basket, because that's what I like to do. So, probably right. just expand. You want to expand that range, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the game has changed, you know. So it's like, from what I see, the guards are like score first guards. And, you know, they're shooting the ball. 
I work on the three-pointer with him, but I try to work on the mid-range just as much because I feel like a lost art. Like, either they shoot a three or they go to the basket. It's like one or the other. Like, so there's no, really, no breaking your man down for, like, pull-up. Pull-up, right. 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 Like, 15, you know, mid-range game is like the lost art today, so. Absolutely. I try to put that in his game so, you know, you could, you could do a little bit of everything. Shoot the three, get off the dribble. But the key thing I try to get Sincere to do is just get his teammates involved, you know. Sincere, how would you uh, describe your game? Um, as a, a point guard, you know, just a true point guard, you know. Get teammates involved, you know, play the defense, guard the best player. You know, just do the things to win, you know. What's your mentality when you step on the court? No friend, you know, you and me, then it's going to be a long night for you. No love, no love. <laughs> so so talk about talk talk about that, man, because, you know, me, all three of us, Jamal, Rod, we grew up in a time where there was no social media. So, you know, I wasn't I, I wasn't hitting like on somebody's page that I, I knew that I was going to play against. How is it being friends with people on social media yet? you know, changing that mentality when you get on the court and knowing that it's time to compete? It's just like, yeah, because, you know, you're my friend, so well, I'm going to support you because, you know, it's on social media, so more likes, you get more exposure. But when we get on the court, I don't know who you are. Ooh, <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> not my friend anymore. We can be cool after you. Yeah, I try right. to, I try, I, I you know. Try to put that in sync, you know, like that, yeah. that, that, that mentality. Like, don't even talk to them before the game. Like, you know, try to stay away from them. You cross those four lines, like, we're cool no more. Like, yeah, that's that's that pre-gentrification Brooklyn mentality, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm here for it. But, <laughs> boy, if you was like, who on that team? I'm going to be on the other team. Yeah. Right. Right. Play against them. That's that's what we look forward to, but the new basketball, you know, everybody joining up, you know, to win. Since they've been on a lot since the beginning of AAU, we've been on like highly ranked teams. The ranked team was a uh, country as a fourth grade team. So when he came there, it was like that. Everybody's doing that. I can't do it. I said, no, you could do it. That's why you're here. So you can see that. So, you know, by the time the end of the season, Layups, you're getting more playing time. He's just trusting him. Just looking for him to earn what he get, man. You know, basically, don't give him nothing, man. Don't hand it to him. Let him earn it. Let right. him earn So, Sincere, you got a couple more years until high school. But um, what are you thinking as far as that goes? Uh, you see yourself staying in the Connecticut area. You see yourself uh, going somewhere else. Or have you even thought about it? <laughs> Um, I see myself probably staying in high school, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm interested in down here, so probably staying in Connecticut. And Pops, what are you thinking? Um, the Connecticut basketball scene is, um, the public school, uh, it's not really that tough. Um, I think if you're in Connecticut, you probably prep, maybe a good Catholic, you want to find a Catholic league. Um, but a lot, you notice a lot of in New York, 
they Connecticut and they right. finish up. Right. So, um, high school is different. Basketball is so different. You know, it's like the colleges in high school in AAU, then colleges are more focused on AAU than like high school games. Like, you know, they, 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 they're at the AAU game now. You don't really see them at the high school games anymore. So, um, I think Cecilia more like I'm trying to find the right I fit. It doesn't really depend what school. It depends on the fit. Like, you know, like, say you got to go rap. You believe that, you know. I believe on the right fit for the kid. If it's a public school and it's the right fit, the right coach, then I'm with that. I'm not stuck on the prep or Catholic. I'm just looking for the right situation that fits sincere academically and basketball-wise, pretty much, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And sincere, like who you know, now that the season has started, who who do you look up to in in the league, or you know, do you watch NBA, college basketball? Who do you look up to that you kind of mimic your game after? Try to mimic my game after John Moran. Ooh, you know, he just, everything on the court, and he just he just adore. Okay, that's mm, a good I, one. Yeah, I like John. I I I, I um. Explain John Morant to Sincere, like, this is his story, getting to the league. And um, that's why I try to tell him, don't worry about these rankings, the Instagram. This kid was the number two pick, and nobody even knew who he was. Right. right. Murray State. They found him, they found him in a back gym, you know, like. <laughs> right. I really watched his story. Like, the, the coach was wanted something to drink and went to the vending machine and Heard the ball bouncing in the other gym, and uh, saw John Moran, and then from there he's the number two pick in the league. So, right, I, you know, I tell him just work on your game. Love it first. It's a game, so have fun with it first. It's a game, you know. Just work on your game and just you know have fun with it, and what's meant for you will come your way. But don't don't worry about these rankings and all this Instagram and all this stuff, you know. Just try to, try to keep them off of Instagram, but it's hard, man. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. Almost impossible. <laughs> Instagram will have you thinking you can't play or this kid is better than what he is, and it's like... Yeah, it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it's smoke and mirrors, so... Yep, yep. And what about... Do you watch college basketball at all? Is there, like... Have you had... You ever had, like, uh, a dream school that you wanted to go to down the line? Or do you just... Are you just... Always been wide open with it. Dream school, probably UNC. Mm. Got a lot of good point guards that come to UNC, so. True. Yes, I like that. Student of the game. So you hold up, man. Jamal's a big Georgetown fan, but you like. <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't deny. You can't deny what, what UNC has done. That's true D. True D. <laughs> true C, man. I don't, know, I don't know about that school for point guards, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What were you thinking about, Rod? A uh, point guard, uh, UNC. I don't know. I don't know too many good point guards. To me, it's like a big man school or like a forward, you know. But they guards. I mean, I don't see too many UNC guards. Cole, Cole Anthony was like the last one I seen in a few years. And then they got the boy from um, Chicago. 
Yeah, they got the boy from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, and then before him, who was the? Oh, you talking about Co- uh, uh, Kobe White? Kobe White, right? Yeah, Kobe, Kobe White. White. They had Raymond. They had like what? Raymond Ra- Felton. Raymond Felton. Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson. Oh, my bad. My if you go, but if you go way back, I'm th- you gotta go way back to like Kenny Smith and stuff like that. Right. 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 I'm slipping, so, but so send us on to something. If you go and, and, and don't forget, dudes, dudes didn't even make the pros, but with you know Brooklyn, one of some of Brooklyn finest, uh, Ed Coda. <laughs> don't, don't forget about Derek Phelps from Derek Queens. Phelps, Derek Phelps. Yeah, with the yeah. Christ the King. Yeah, yeah. 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 they had some players. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. So we. Georgetown, all I could give you was Allen Iverson, and uh, you know. <laughs> now, that, now that's the big man school. <laughs> For that's real. the that's the big man school right there. And God bless the dead Dave Edwards. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Indeed, indeed. They wasn't ready for Dave. Nah, no, they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> that's, what, that's what John Thompson was on that that Princeton bounce bounce pass. And, right, you know, right, was, right. Oh, and then Dave was straight from the street with it. Dave, right? Dave was boogieing. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't ready for that. He got another one with Allen Iverson, and he got it right. He was like, you right. know what? He just let him go. Let him go. I let gotta, him play. I understand everybody different. I got to let you go. Right, right, right. Can't put the leash on everybody, but yeah, man. I think, I think, um, yeah. So when, when, is, made, when is made hoop start? For you guys, when was the schedule? Um, they this starts on they leave it on the first, but they play the second and the third. Okay. Um, I didn't see the schedule yet. Um, yeah, we had we had we had Chad Babel from Made Hoops on here, so um, you know, we had a podcast with him as well, so we, we we'll keep track of him out there. No doubt. Yeah, got you. Chad is in charge of Made Hoops, right? Babel yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, this is a whole new experience. Like, we used to go into District Heights, you know, Maryland District Heights, uh, New Jersey, you know, King of Prussia and PA, but I really like the fact that they go on the West Coast, where the kids, Canada, even like Hawaii, Utah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, great experience. That's, that's great experience at a young age, you know, you get to see. And I think them kids out there, they run, right? They move yeah, up and down. There's gonna be there should be some size out there too. But mm. he he'll he'll be able to handle it. That Brooklyn Hawk goes everywhere, man. You know that. That's what I stood up and said. You live in Connecticut, but you from Brooklyn, man. Yeah, yeah. I could <laughs> I would never tell you could never tell. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know. They'd be like, So Sim live in Connecticut? I'd be like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he got a Brooklyn you got a Brooklyn heart for real. <laughs> so, so Sin, how you doing? Uh, how, academically, uh, your pops has mentioned it a couple times. How you know you guys take school very seriously, but how, how how's everything academically for the next level? Uh, A's and B's. I only have, I think I only have one B this. Um, nice. Like, so, rest student athlete, bro. You know, right? Got to tell sincere the ball gonna stop bouncing one day. You know and. Got to be prepared for life at the basketball. That's my. That's what I'm more concerned about than the basketball, man. Um, right. I know the basketball is what he loves right now. He's passionate about it, and I want to see him go as far as he could go in it. But 
life after basketball, having yourself prepared as a man and being able to, you know, take care of your family, your kids, and that's that's more important, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Gotta have that degree to fall back on, you know? Absolutely. Definitely. Before before we let you go, uh, Rod, let me ask you this. Along the same lines, you know, as he as as uh Sincere goes through this journey, um, this basketball journey wherever it takes him, what do you want him to really take out of all this? Um the first thing I always tell Sincere was this um you gotta love it. Love what you do. Like love the grind. You you're gonna grind more than you play. So just love what you do. Um Pay attention. I tell them pay attention to the surroundings, you know. Pay attention to what's going on around you. And also just, you know, meet people, have fun with the game. You know, try not to let it, don't let it use you. You use the game, you know. Um, I tell them sincere with this thing, have fun most of the time, man, because life is short and have fun with this game. It's a game first, and I think sometimes people just – take the fun out of it for the kids nowadays. I think, you know, it's just so much politics and adults involved with it that the fun is gone. And I just try to keep it fun for them because it's a game first and that's, that's how I feel, man. That's Absolutely. Cool. That's great advice. Yep. Yep. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate uh, giving us a chance to, uh, you know, to get to know both of you. Uh, once again, it's a sincere folk. His father, Rod, uh, Sincere is a seventh grade, one of the best seventh graders in the country, uh, class of right. 2026. One of the best, one of the best, best seventh, seventh graders one of the best in the country. Graders in the country. <laughs> so, you know. Boy, he's quiet. He's quiet, but he's quiet. Out of Waterbury, Connecticut, currently at St. Carl Middle Meriden. School. He's out of Meriden, Connecticut. Oh, Meriden, Connecticut. Okay, my bad. Yeah, Meredith. Meredith. I gotta give his town some love, but they gonna be mad. Be like, nah, he ain't from Waterbury. He go to school in Waterbury. He go to school okay. in Waterbury. All right. He's from Meredith, Meredith, Connecticut. He lays his head in Meredith. All right. Yeah, this is this town right here, Meredith. Okay. Okay. He's, no running, he's running Meredith, Connecticut. My bad. Um, playing with the black. Playing with, and, 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 playing his paperwork is, and his paperwork is forever good in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brooklyn, Brooklyn at heart. Brooklyn at heart, no doubt. Yeah. So, Brooklyn City. Brooklyn up. <laughs> so th thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, we're going to be watching. We'll be rooting for you. Uh, we're going to be keeping tabs on you. And hopefully, we'll get you back on here soon. All right, bro. Peace. Thanks for having me. Peace. All right. Happy to be here tonight. We brought somebody on tonight. I know you're going to introduce them, but I had a lot of we, we with my Brooklyn Bridge program. We had a lot of rumbling with the with the Gauchos when he was with the Gauchos, man. And I saw him the other day, and I said I got to bring him on, man. Hell of a talent right here. Yes, special guest today. We got a uh, one of the top seventh graders in New York City, maybe the country. Um, Trey Lewis. Uh, he plays for the Gauchos, as you no, just heard. No, Riverside, no. Oh, Riverside? Yeah. Was it, did he used to play for the Gauchos? Used to, yeah. Yep. Oh, my he bad. Made a power switch. Yeah, he threw oh, me off man. the other day, too. He threw me off the other day. Don't feel oh, bad, man. man. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Riverside. Played for, <laughs> play for Riverside. You know how it goes in uh, AAU. You know, yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to keep track. But now currently with Riverside uh, and currently at Democracy Prep in Uptown in New York City. Uh, so Trey, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. No problem. So let's get let's get right into it. Um, in terms of, in terms of your basketball background, 
Um, you know, you're at a high level now, but tell us uh, when you first started playing basketball and when you first felt you started to love the game. Um, when I first started playing basketball, I was like nine years old. And like, I, I always have been around the game because my brother always been playing and um, I've been watching and I felt like maybe I want to do this. So I have been playing and then like a year or two later, I felt like I wanted to take this to another level and be like a pro at it. So what, what did it take? Like, wh how did your mindset change once you, once you were like, you know, I could be really good at this? Like, you started working that much harder? When I started, like, um, going through the workouts, I felt like I like, um, I felt like working out, and it was, like, fun to me. Mm -hmm. How old is your brother, your older brother? Um, he's 20 now. Okay. So what, what, what kind of uh, basketball career did he have? Um, he played on some type of high level, but it wasn't like as much, but I feel like I wanted to be like, um, better and like, than he did. Mm -hmm. You started playing at nine. Who'd you start playing with? Um, it was in Florida with, um, the Tar Heels. Okay. Where are they from? Orlando. Okay. How, how, how'd you end up down there? Um, my mom, um. Uh, my mom had decided that we should go to Florida um, for my brother and stuff like that to pursue his dreams and stuff. Okay, so you out there playing with them. So I'm, I'm assuming you played in the um, Orlando at the Worldwide World of Sports? Yeah. Okay. When's the first time you touched that Nationals? Like, uh, I know you played in the Nationals a few times, right? Yeah. When was your first time playing in the Nationals, the AAU Nationals? Um, my first time playing in the AAU Nationals was like sixth grade. Um, we came in second place and, um, it, wait, actually it was fifth grade. We came in like second place and it was like a tough loss to this tough team. Um, it was a good experience for my first time. Mm -hmm. Now this, was this still with the Tar Heels or was, or was this with the Gauchos? This was with Riverside. Oh, Riverside. Okay. Yeah. So you basically went back home. Yeah. Okay. So how long were you out in Florida when you first started, when you were playing with them, with the Tar Heels? I was out for like two, two years. Okay. And what, so what was the difference when you got back up to New York and you started playing? What was the difference in like competition or the, or the culture? Um, the competition was way um, better than um, Florida. I feel like I had to work harder, twice harder than, um, than I did in Florida. Mm -hmm. Once you started to take it seriously, what became your daily routine? You know, you've been, you talked a couple times about, you know, how hard you had to work, but tell us exactly what that means. Like, what, what kind of work are you putting in? Um, so my routine was, like, when I come in the gym, I jump rope, stretch, and then I form shoot, and then I'll do some ladder drills to um, get my um, feet work fast, my footwork faster. And what, what do you think your strength is now as a basketball player? Um, seeing my players, getting them open, um, playmaking, I can rebound the ball. I know different ways to um the score. And you're about what six what? Six foot. Okay. So you you play in point guard now. Yes. And so, what do you think you have to work on the most, like for this up upcoming season? Um, I gotta work on the most is my defense because um. Because um, I got to keep people in front of me, not letting them get by so easy. What was it about, about basketball, about the game, 
that made you, you know, feel like you wanted to be a pro at it? Like what, like what about it made you fall in love with it? Um, what made me fall in love in the game is that um, I like to be competitive. And um, one is like the hypeness of the game. Like when somebody goes up to dunk the ball on somebody, I like the hypeness of the crowd. And I feel like I want that. Mm. So you started dunking. You're dunking now, right, Trey? Yeah. Mm. When did you start dunking? Um, it was just happened recently, like two months ago. Okay. Have you Hello. have you dunked, have you dunked in a game yet? Yeah. Now how'd that feel? Yeah. Actually, so, actually, tell tell us about that first time. Like, yeah. Exactly and then tell how me how it feels. <laughs> then tell me how it feels because I'm still trying to figure out how it feels. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So um, I was playing defense and I had a got a steal off a fast break and then I just came up and I dunked it. But it was like so surprising at first. But it wasn't as surprising as I thought because I was putting in the work on my legs. Mm. So. I was in shock, but then you know it was like all in a moment, so I had to get back on defense. Okay. What was what was everybody else's reaction? Um, I think they was more surprised. Mm-hmm. And what what kind of work you been putting on your uh, right. you been putting into your legs? Explain it. Right. I've been doing rhythm max and mm-hmm. um, doing squat jumps. Okay. Do you run steps? And run steps, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the old school. Right. And you can feel you can feel that difference. From yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, you're in seventh grade now. You got a couple of years, or you know, before high school. Have you thought about high school? What you know? What kind of like when you when you try to think ahead? What's what's your vision as far as that level goes? Do you want to stay in the city? Do you know of schools in the city that you might want to play for? I'm sure you're getting recruited already. Um, or even, do you, are you thinking about leaving the city? Um, I was thinking about leaving the city because um, I really like the school, IMG Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 had on uh, we had on two kids. I know you know Anthony Gilks. We had him on, and then we also had Jaden. Uh, who do we have on? Um, Bradley. 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 We had Jaden Bradley on as well from mm-hmm. IMG. Yeah, he's a junior. Yeah, one of the top juniors in the country. Right. Uh, both at IMG. So, so, so you're leaning towards, I mean, so that would be kind of your dream school? Yeah, that would be kind of my dream school. Okay. Is it now, is it just for basketball that you want to get out of the city or is there other stuff involved too? Um, for, for right now, I believe it's just for basketball. Mm-hmm. And, you, and your moms will be all right with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so right now, what's your schedule like um, with, uh, Riverside, what do, what do you guys have coming up? Um, we have Marquis, Marquis Hoop coming up, but other than that, I don't know what's coming up because, like, COVID and stuff. And are you on a one-year contract with them, or what's happening, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I feel like I'm going to stay here. So I think it's home. Okay, okay. Uh, COVID, you mentioned that. How has that changed your routine? Um, it had changed it um pretty much a lot at first, but then as it start, and then as I started working out and stuff, but it changed it a lot. Do you feel like it's stunted? Like, do you feel like you'd be further along if it wasn't for it, or you feel like you've handled it as 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 well as you can? Um, I feel like I handle it as well as I can. Mm-hmm. I still find ways to um put in work and stuff. As far as working out, and and I mean this in terms of like uh your whole like. 
as long as you've been playing? Have you, do you have a trainer? Have you had ever had a trainer or is it, do you work out on your own? Is it coaches? How have you, how have you done it? Um, pretty much my dad has um, trained me. Okay. And how, how is that? How is that? Uh, is he? Um, it could be he... tough at times. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because um, he'll get on, he'll get on me um, when I like don't do stuff right. But all I know is like it's tough love. He wants the best for me and stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you measure up with the other seventh graders in the city right now? Um, um, I feel like I feel like I have more confidence than um most seventh graders in the city right now, and um and myself too, and believing in myself. Okay. I have the dog. I want it more. Mm. So what's your mentality when you step on the court? Um, kill everybody that steps on the same court as me. Mm. And how long have you had that mentality? Um, ever, ever since I was playing basketball, that mentality was wow. in my So we talk about high school. Are you, a, are you a fan of the game? Like, are you a fan of uh, college basketball? Do you watch a lot of basketball? Um, college or NBA? I watch NBA, but not in much college. Not much college, to be honest. Have you thought about uh, colleges? Like, you have a you have a dream colleges you'd want to play for, or, or have you even thought about that at all? I haven't thought about that yet at all. Who's your favorite player in the league? Mine is um Devin Booker. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So you're gonna watch tonight when they when they play against Dallas. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. <laughs> And how how do you describe your game? Um, I describe my game. I feel like I play at more as like um, Chris Paul because like I feel like I can get in the lane and I can um pass and I can shoot the ball and open up for my teammates. And how are you doing uh, academically? I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Is that is that something that you you uh you, t- you take as seriously as you do basketball? Yeah, because I feel like um, without academic, I ain't getting nowhere without um, with basketball. Very true. Very true. All right, man. Well, thanks uh, for letting us get to know you a little bit. Really appreciate it. Uh, once again, Trey Lewis, one of the best seventh grade basketball players in the city and probably the country. Uh, with Riverside now, sorry about even uh, mentioning the Gauchos in your presence. <laughs> Please forgive me uh, at Democracy Prep in the city uh we're gonna keep an eye out for you keep uh looking you know watching you develop and rooting for you uh so good luck with everything in the future and hopefully you come back on and tell us when you make a decision on high school and then later college all right right. thank you man appreciate it all right all right uh special seventh grade talent right there trey lewis good to talk to him um yeah he's very focused yeah, he's very focused. Um, said he's a dog, plays yeah. with an edge, and I've seen it up close. So, oh, yeah, I've seen it up close. He's a real deal. Um, yeah. he so he's played with. Yeah, you know, when we first started with this man, we we decided we weren't, we weren't going to bring any scrubs up on this show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 staying consistent, man. Right, right. So right. he he he's definitely uh one of the killers in the city. Is he, he's he's different out there. Yeah, he's different. He's different. All right, yeah. all right. Well. To all the listeners, thanks again for uh, checking out a a quick episode, another episode of Up Next. Uh, Keep following, keep subscribing. 
you know, keep keep uh, listening and all that good stuff. Keep following us on social media at UpNextPod on Instagram and at UpNext underscore Pod on Twitter. And we'll be back soon with uh, with more of the best uh, youth sports players out there. Practice make them perfect, perfect timing. Put me in my zone. Two, three, thirty-two, thirty-three like birdie two. Time to put on for your city when they never heard of you. Ball player, ain't no watching from the side. Uh, picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky. Uh, said you got up next, well, gon' show them why. Uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green, got me a scally before he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check. Uh, they had then, I got now, now guess who next? Uh, ball player, ain't no watching from the side. Uh, said you got him next, well, go ahead and show him why. Uh, picking up them pieces, no limits in the sky.